Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Sharp Tongue Podcast is in your ear. It's Weeds Day. Uh, I recorded this episode on Mother's Day, so it's a very special episode featuring a very special mother and friend of mine. But before we get to telling y'all who it is, I want to say happy Weeds Day. I want to say I hope everybody had a great week. I am excited for my new Hilarious podcast, which this episode kind of celebrates because of what we talk about. The Hilarious podcast is up. Our fourth episode will be released today. And please rate, review, subscribe, share with your friends. They don't even have to be huge cannabis connoisseurs to appreciate it. It's a lot of fun. I record it with my cannabis business partner, Travis Turner. It's available on iTunes and all the other places where you can get podcasts. I'll even send you the personal link myself if I have to. My voice sounds like this because I was out last night until about 1 a.m., which is way past my fucking bedtime. Uh, I had dinner with my friend Christopher McClure, which you guys have heard on this podcast. We talked a lot about his dead dad. And my entertainment lawyer, Jeff Cohen, uh, formerly of Goonies fame. He is Chunk. That's my lawyer. Truffle Shuffle Realness. We went out to dinner last night and um, proceeded to go to a cigar bar. I mean, I don't know who the fuck I am. <laughs> <coughs> oh, man. Boy, am I feeling it today. Yeah, marijuana is a lot different than cigar smoking, huh? I feel like I was in the green room for Goodfellas the musical. It was just a bunch of 50-year-old Italian men with pinky rings and 22-year-old wives. Felt I fit right in. I was looking for, you know, I was looking for somebody who wanted to podcast because everybody looked like they uh, had a lot of secrets in their lives and maybe a couple dead bodies in the trunks. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> but it was a lot of fucking fun. And you know what else is a lot of fucking fun? This podcast. So please, uh, before I forget, Hilarious Podcast. We have a Patreon page. Patreon is a website that provides exclusive content for people who want to sign up to be members of our, you know, fun podcast. It's uh, patreon.com forward slash Hilarious Podcast. And um, there are different tiers of donations that you guys can make to help keeping help keeping to help keep the podcast going and just uh helping me make it dope every week and you can choose from all different fun stuff we get some merch to you guys some vip tickets there's even a section where we can skype and you know blaze together that's a lot of fun you know i'm trying to make hilarious like something different and fun for you guys oh so that's patreon.com forward slash hilarious podcast that's h-i-g-h-l-a-r-i-o-u-s i own the word don't try to use it i bought it with my said lawyer uh yeah if you try and use hilarious i will set um truffle shuffle right on your ass and uh homie don't take no prisoners let me just tell you that uh sharp tongues patreon page will be up soon 
when we can get to that, it will be up soon. So we can also provide some really fun, exclusive content for you guys there. But until then, we're still going to be delivering dope podcasts. I am, I think I'm bringing sharp tongue to all things comedy. I know I've been uh, sort of in limbo with where these podcasts are going to live and who I'm partnering with. And it evolves as the days go on. But uh, I was talking to the guys over at All Things Comedy, which is Al Madrigal and uh, Bill Burr's company, podcast company. They have a lot of amazing podcasts on their network. And I think we're going to send Sharp Tongue over there. I think it's going to be a good home. Thanks to Sam Tripoli and the uh, Tinfoil podcast for supporting me on that. Shout out to those guys. And uh, so look forward for more updates on that. I'll know more this week and I'll let you guys know. I also am going to be performing. I am putting together a little summer tour. I'm going to be going all over the place, but in in LA, I'll be at the Hollywood Improv on June 12th with Seven Deadly Sins again. We're turning that into a monthly show. I'm also going to be next Tuesday, the 22nd of May, I'm going to be at the Comedy Store, 8 p.m. show with Sam Tripoli. Uh, bouncing back into June the 16th, I think I'm going to be at the Ice House. I'm going to do an hour. I'll be running my hour there. Uh, excuse me for that enormous sniff. The first week of August, August 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 5th, I'm going to be at the House of Comedy in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm going to be hosting the Gentleman's Expo in Vegas. Oh boy, August 17th. Everybody better tuck their balls in for that one. That's going to be interesting. I still have to Google and see exactly what is expected of me and what the fuck a Gentleman's Expo is. It sounds like the anti-hashtag Me Too movement. (laughs) And then the first week of September, actually the second week, the 6th, 7th, 8th, and 9th, I'm going to be at the Comic Strip in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, at the West Edmonton Mall. September 22nd and 23rd, I'm going to be in D.C. And I'm playing, what am I playing in D.C.? The Comedy Loft. That's the 22nd and 23rd of September. There's going to be a lot more dates coming up. I'm adding Florida. I'm adding Vermont, Rhode Island. um, Boston's going to be in November at Laugh Boston. Um, In the summer, I'm going to be hitting up upstate New York, Rochester, possibly Alexandria Bay. Uh, All those dates will will be added soon. My website is jessiemay.com. For all things Jesse May, y'all, I appreciate your continued support as I travel through this career and embark on a lot of projects. Sometimes it's too much for me to handle. Other times I figure it the fuck out. And right now I'm in a figuring it the fuck out mode. So I feel good. I feel like I'm getting everything organized, even though my lungs feel like they want to explode. So on that note, I'm going to introduce our guest, a very special guest. Um, Not so much a comedian, but she's very funny in her own right. And somebody who's become a very close friend of mine and basically my L.A. family. Uh, We sat down on Mother's Day in my kitchen to discuss what it's like to be a mom, what it was like to tour the world and, and to travel around and to help people have an amazing trip, not just a trip to travel with, but also a trip on mushrooms. <laughs> That's right. She helped people have a dope trip. She provided them with a with a very fun and and um, just pleasurable experience for embarking on a mushroom trip, which I still have yet to do. So I'm going to have her do it with me the first time so I don't have like a panic and think I'm being sucked into outer space, which I think is going to happen either way. So at least I'll have her on my side to pull me back down to earth. (laughs) She's an amazing friend, an amazing mother, 
And also, she's in the cannabis business. She's been in it for a long time, and she's such a positive uh, influence and voice for the cannabis community, and I thought she'd be great to have on the Sharp Tongue podcast, and she'll be on the Hilarious podcast as well. Please enjoy my interview with my cannabis partner's wife, Miss Alicia Wanderlust. Okay, we're here. I'm using your grinder. It's a good one. It is a really good one. Yeah. Cookies. We're doing a weed episode here on Sharp Tongue. We're not on Hilarious. You guys got to check it out. Um, sitting with me, speaking of Hilarious, is my Hilarious host's wife. <laughs> Fiance, actually. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But I've just, I just assume wife because you guys are just like... You're in it together. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you've been married for millennia. We, we kind of, you know, we lived the married life. We did it kind of ass backwards. We dated for three months, had a kid, had another kid, <laughs> got engaged, and <laughs> are planning a wedding. <laughs> I think that's the way to fucking do it, though. Yeah. Or, or there's whatever way you want to do it. Exactly. Everyone has their own way, and that's cool. Um, but, you know, I wanted to make sure he was a good partner first, and that, that's, that, yeah. that, that, that worked out. Because otherwise it'd be so expensive to go backwards and try and redo right. getting married. Yeah, exactly. And I wanted to make sure he was a good dad, so... He's an amazing dad. He's really a next-level father. And speaking of amazing dad, you're an amazing mom. Aww. It's Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you. You want to tell everybody who you are? Yeah, my name is... <laughs> <laughs> we get an hour <laughs> in. <laughs> Who's this bitch talking with her? <laughs> um, my name is Alicia. Um, I... My... Fiance is partners with Jessime in La Flora Organica, which is our dispensary that's going to be opening up uh, here in SoCal really, really soon. Oh, <laughs> I feel like that's every episode of every <laughs> podcast. Really, really soon. Any moment, guys. <laughs> it's literally like, you know, I always joke about it because it's incremental progress. Right. And even just with, you know, doing this podcast here, you guys want to hear the grinder? <laughs> like you're spinning a record <laughs> you know i have like th things that i want to do and and i talk about like yeah you know wanting to even just do hilarious mm. that took almost eight months to get it i remember when you first had the idea just sitting and figuring it out and just yeah. getting being able to post it shit takes a long time yeah and our, travis and i are our motto is incremental progress yeah one step at a time just like <laughs> You just take it day by day and figure problems out. You know, <laughs> Trav was telling me, he was like, you know, some days I feel like a fireman. I'm like, really? That's interesting because you grow marijuana. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, also perfect for my spank bank. <laughs> and he was like, no, no. He's like, no, seriously, I, I sometimes I feel like a fireman. He's like, every day I go into work and there's fires and I need to put them out. And I'm like, yeah. That's, like, it really is like the that. The nature of the industry, really. It re And in like any aspect of life i mean i imagine like being a mom is like that yeah absolutely especially because <laughs> how old are your how old are your kids now uh i have a four-year-old daughter or she's gonna be four next week and then i have a 19 month old so just over a year and a half old little, that's a li lot little guy they're both very they're both very active yeah yeah they're I we mean, can hear babies crying cry, in the background <laughs> 
like they know we're talking. They're like, <laughs> their gang is like coming for us. They're like, we hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find you. Do you like, it, you know, so they're like two and a half years apart? Two, like two years, four months apart. Just under two and a half years apart. And like, were, were either of them planned? What is that like? No. <laughs> <laughs> that's no, that's no shame uh, <laughs> you do the math on the relationship absolutely not <laughs> literally after three months after dating trav you had like fifi three months after meeting him i found out i was pregnant yeah wow yeah. And so so that was like a really crazy time for sure yeah so at that point three months that what were you what what was the first thought in your mind do you remember like when you found out that second did you take a i'm assuming you took a pregnancy test and yeah. you found out yeah. it's not like there was like some shaman that showed up although i wouldn't put it past you right because you're i pretty didn't mystical. have like one of those divine dreams of yeah. like my child speaking to me oh yeah that would be amazing um first thought you're my pregnant first thought i was like i you know when you're not really planning on that this is a rolling paper just giving them the full effect yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> just for all those guys who think like we're not actually smoking yeah yeah and i'm 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 practicing my joint rolling pr uh process here so just bear with me no, okay it's beautiful okay good make sure you don't have any of those sticks in there though, i right? know yeah i yeah, got yeah, rid yeah. of those sticks <laughs> i love your canadianness you're the politest person make sure you don't have any sticks in there yeah hey yeah <laughs> I know you're, you're doing a really good job. <laughs> I would just be wary of those tiny little puppy things. Uh, <laughs> no, you're doing great. If you want a filter, too, I have some uh, crutches. Oh, yeah. 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 Might uh, have to put a filter on this sucker. But, yeah, my first thought when I found... When, you know, I feel like a lot of women, girls can relate that if you're not... You all have those moments of... You like know, being, oh being fuck yeah oh fuck moments exactly oh i mean i have an oh fuck moment every month i'm not on birth control yeah literally i'm like well tonight this month is the month i'm not on birth month. control anymore either but <laughs> let me tell you two kids will definitely help um there you go thanks but yeah my first my first thought was oh fuck like i have been with this dude for three months and before travis and i got together i was kind of a traveling gypsy nomad wanderlust soul and so my whole entire world was about to be flipped up upside down. And I just wasn't sure if I was prepared for that or if that was even what I wanted in life. Like, And I you were traveling. Like, well, when you found out you were pregnant, you were still, you know, in this wanderlust totally. life. I, yeah. I had come to California to work in the cannabis industry to trim weed up nor in Northern California. Is that even before you knew Travis? Um, I went the season before. Yeah. And then I met Travis in between seasons. So I had just finished my first season up north. And with all the money I had made, I was traveling with a few of my girlfriends. We went to Central America. It was 2012. I don't know if you remember the year of the Mayan, you know, apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That was, like, yeah. happening, and everyone was saying, like, oh, it's the end of the Mayan calendar. That's the right. world is going to end. <laughs> every, every year there's some, like, every two years. <laughs> like, oh, God. Yeah. Mayan apocalypse. <laughs> but it's a really great reason for a bunch of hippies to gather, like, near the Mayan ruins and show Oh, up. yeah. Yeah, so. That's Tra magical shit. Travis and I both met there at this uh, World Rainbow gathering in 2012 is that where you met that's where we met well we met at the airport in mexico on the way to the right. same the same gathering that is so so you were gonna meet there regardless but, uh, yeah i mean maybe I, there was like a, there was hundreds of people there but he Whoa. was wearing he was wearing i mean now we're going deep into like our story of, <laughs> but like he was wearing this t-shirt for a local community radio station from far in the mountains of humboldt county 
uh, shout out to K-Mud. But yeah. uh, it's like a, a tiny little community radio station, and that's the only thing you get when you're up there in the hills working in the cannabis farms. There's, like, no electricity. Everything's run off a generator. And, and it so was he was wearing this K-Mud shirt. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I was just up there. Like, how is that possible? And he's like, oh, I'm, you know, a sound engineer, and I DJ for them sometimes. And I'm like, whoa, far out. Cool. <laughs> This is just in the airport. Just in the airport. And then he was like, where are you going? And I'm like, the Rainbow Gathering. Where are you going? He's like, the Rainbow Gathering. I'm like, great. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's get a bus. <laughs> and did you feel like, did you feel the vibes? Not at that time. Whoa. No. Whoa, girl. He, he did. You know, like, yeah. you can sense that from like. Listen, uh, vibes can be there and they're just not in the forefront of everything. Yeah. For you. Yeah. You know, like the fact that he felt them, you know, there's some vibe contact going on. Right. The universe is going to make it out. Yeah. I just wasn't necessarily picking it up. Right. Right. Because you were probably also in this, like a little bit more of a free bird mentality where any sort of thing that's tying you to anything, you're like, nah. Yeah. And I just come off the hill from like working a ton. And I was in the zone of like wanting to flow and see central America. I wasn't really looking for, anything and it was it three months from that day no oh fuck oh god <laughs> i was like how do i not know this story <laughs> you guys are no, my i know th- i know how you guys met but like the the time frame is my favorite part of this yeah. whole story <laughs> no i i didn't see him after that first contact for like six to eight months i i did my trip in central america and then i went back to canada and uh did a yoga chorus and then after my yoga chorus i was like oh snap i'm out of cash i should probably go back and i was so like oblivious to really the the industry and seasons and everything it was like may and i'm like oh i should go back to california and like trim some more weed and make some money <laughs> but there's like no weed that's ready to be trimmed in may it's all in the fall you got to know when the harvest season is yeah exactly i mean shit and I so i just i landed at trav's house and i cuz he was like if you're ever back in the area you're more than welcome to come and you know crash and uh so he's I, nice like that he he, you guys are both like that with your friends oh yeah you're very courteous with your couch man you know that's not that's you, that's I, rare in this in this city cuz you know you always with even with me like people be like oh i'm gonna come to la let me know I'll crash on your couch i'm like no you're not motherfucker you're not crashing on my couch yeah. i got 14 dogs <laughs> i don't you're need you judging fight for your spot <laughs> i don't need you judging my lifestyle choices no i get it you know the older i am now too it's like sacred space is like yeah. your home and stuff but our friends are like our family yeah know? and you've got it's like such eclectic friends yeah and so so six months later what what when what was the meeting do you remember like the first time you saw him after the six months oh god (laughs) no well I went to go visit a friend up on the mountain and and that friend was a little bit um like excited to see me keen on me and I was like trying to create space between him and I so I was like hey Travis can I come stay at your place because I'm like trying to get away from this (laughs) this dude right now oh my god you had a friend zone a dude yeah I had to friend zone a dude and Travis was like yeah for sure like do you want me to come up there and get you like he was being super gentleman and like he is a gentleman he is he's a total gentleman he's he's yeah he's a really wonderful person yeah yeah hence why I'm with him but But yeah, so he uh, said I could come and crash at his place, and then I like never moved out. I was like that girl, <laughs> and then I got pregnant, and yeah. Wow, so. it's so weird how like the universe sort of just lays shit in front of you. It totally, does. it li- like sometimes literally there's a path. Mm-hmm. You know, like the fact that what if you what if you did feel that guy's vibes, right? You know what I'm saying, like. No, I love think I love thinking about those like tiny, minute decisions that oh. we, we make in life and how they can completely alter our entire chorus. It's you know? a total pivot. Yeah, it'd be a total pivot for you. No, and it's like it's the smallest details. It's the that, smallest yeah, fucking details, I love it. and it's like really when you look at that, when you think about that, 
as a you know a, a factor or staple of life the fact that every little thing takes you to the next place you're never really making mistakes Mm-mm. that's not to say you can't be responsible for shit yeah but really just you're on a path right you well, know everything's a lesson right like it even, is. even the like mistakes as long as you're open and you know mindful for lack of a better you know hippie term but mindful enough to like realize hey like this didn't work out for me why didn't this work out for me yeah what what am i responsible for in this scenario then yeah like everything is a lesson (laughs) (laughs) oh no this is this is why i make the filter first i know i I thought that halfway through and then i got so excited about the formation of my joint oh it's cute i think it might look it looks like a little accordion no, the accordion is good. The accordion is good. It's a good technique. <laughs> you just took it a little bit far with the accordion. She did the entire crutch as an accordion. What uh, I like yeah. to do, I like to do like like make a W, like maybe two or three folds, yeah. and then I wrap it around it so oh, it holds it all together. God damn it! I mean, let's see if it works. We'll see if stubby. it works. It's a little stubby. It's a little stubby. Yeah. Wait, we gotta let this thing. Will it work? That's a great. question. Will it work? Yeah. That's gonna be the title of this podcast. <laughs> Will Jesse May's shitty joint? Listen, I'm gonna perfect it one way or another. <laughs> so when you, the day you found out you're pregnant, had you figured out in your mind or in your life with Travis, had you thought about him being a dad? Had you thought about all that shit? Um, like, have you, you know, when girls look at a guy and you're like, our baby's a bit so cute. The hell? Oh my god! One of those fucking <laughs> pigeons just tried to come in the goddamn house. Your chihuahua scared it away. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> They're going after them. <laughs> oh god! It's gonna be like Alfred Hitchcock birds, birds up in flying, here. Chihuahuas chasing them. Wait, before we get not give a fuck. Like before we get too deep into the baby stuff, I want to talk about your your wanderlust life. Mm. What? When did you start traveling? And were you living on the road indefinitely? Um, I graduated university in like 2000 and well, I don't know, early mid 2000s. And I really wanted to start um, a company. My dad was an entrepreneur and I've always had this like entrepreneurial spirit and wanted to start a little business. Uh, I was living in Toronto at the time. And my best friend, who's probably like eight years older than I am, he'd been traveling for a while and he was like, yo, leash. <laughs> yo leash he's like before you do this he's like you're gonna crush this store like don't worry about it this is a great idea and he was like but before you do that come travel with me for one year and i'm like no that's like Fuck. not my thing like i hadn't i had never really been on like a big trip before like where you just like don't know when the end date is kind yeah of thing you know so I'd never done that before. And he was like, just give me a year of your life. Like the worst that's going to happen is like, we're best friends. We're going to spend a year together and whatever. We'll have some crazy stories to tell. And or like, we set each other on fire after the first week right. in Singapore airport. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, you know, that's something about traveling is you really do need to pick like the right travel. Just because they're a friend does not mean like they're the right person to travel with. It can I, ruin I a friendship, right? Oh yeah. It can ruin a relation. Yeah. Any, you know, if you travel with your significant other and you have different styles or you're not like, you know, people can drive you crazy. Yeah. If you're spending that much time together. Yeah. And, like, you know, you're in challenging situations when you travel, you're under a lot of stress sometimes. That's nice. That actually turned out. Speaking really of stress, I just had to chew my joint. <laughs> She's like sweating. <laughs> She's like, Oh God. <laughs> no, it's cute. It's cute. I think it's going to work. You want to do right, a match? So matches. Yeah. It's whoa, old school. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. You can light, you can light the match right in the microphone too. If you want to oh, let yeah? the people know, okay. let them, let them feel it. 
see how this goes. I don't feel the it. The matchbox says love. My sister sent that along with this candle that has my name on it. Oh. I'm not that, you know, narcissistic. She sent me a Life candle. Is better with you, Jesse May. I mean, oh, stalker. Sister. <laughs> what a nice present. That's really you're thoughtful. Very close. Yeah. I yeah. met your sister. She's super sweet. She's great. And yeah, your little your little nephew. I oh haven't my met your niece yet, but she is a demon. Oh. <laughs> my, oh, I have a lighter, but we'll still do <laughs> Her niece is like two months old and she's like, she's a demon. <laughs> she's demonic. She looks at me like, she looks at me literally. Um, oh, God, that was such a perfect match. <laughs> that was a good one. Literally, you couldn't hear it in the headphones, but it crackled. Oh, wow. It sounded so, so good. There's something about real fire, eh? There's, like, there is, eh? Hey, don't you, sorry. I will be dropping the A-bomb. I can't help it. I can't. It's just ingrained in me. Don't I'm so that. scared. I hope this joint pulls. Oh, it does. Yay. <laughs> it's working. I'll, fit, I'll, I'll make sure it's perfected at some point. Um, yeah, my, my niece, Karina, gives me these demonic looks. Like, we were talking, you and I were talking, where, where were we when we were talking about Fifi and her being like, so sassy yeah sassy in the street mm, probably maybe at lunch the other day yeah what did she say to you like oh you were God. worried about her going out like too far and into this she crosswalk just, she just started riding a tricycle like a training wheel bicycle and she was biking in front of me and <laughs> so it might not be like the best uh little tricycle and she was biking in front of me and i just saw it wobbling from side to side <laughs> And I was like, Fifi, <laughs> don't go so fast, babe. I'm like, just be careful. And she turns around. She's honestly like the sweetest, like <laughs> loveliest little girl. But she has some of me in her, unfortunately. And she turns around full straight face. And she's like, don't you worry about me. You just worry about yourself. <laughs> I wouldn't even say that to my mom now. I know. <laughs> Whoa, that's so, and it came out of nowhere too. It was like. You know, I wasn't like shouting at her saying like, go slower. I was like just genuinely concerned that she might fall and crack her head. And <laughs> I love, I was just thinking about this. I love that it's Mother's Day and you're here with me. I know. Isn't that awesome? That's because Trav's awesome and he was yeah. like, you do whatever. He kind of effed it up really bad last year. Did he? Well, how, how, I want to know how, because <laughs> the guys listening need to know how you can fuck up a Mother's Day. Um, so he tried to propose on Mother's Day. Oh, God. <laughs> That's how you fuck up a Mother's Day. Yeah. And he did it He did it at nighttime, too. So, like, all day long, I'm, like, thinking, okay, maybe he's going to do something in the afternoon. Or maybe it's, like, later in the day. And so he does nothing all day. No cards, no flowers, no sleeping, nothing. I mean, and you had babies at this yeah, point. Yeah, two of them already. Yeah. yeah, one of them was a baby baby last year. Oh, my God. And so, and I was just, like, I was, like, just, like, I can be... Kind of a bitch sometimes. So I, that's, was, that's I was just, wait, ho- I was just all holding. of us can. <laughs> you don't downplay it. Yeah, you yeah. can own that. It's fine. You can own the bitchiness. Thanks, man. It's uh, totally fine. I, I yeah. It was it was not my finest moment, of course. <laughs> and so he's like, "Don't worry, babe. I'm taking you out tonight." But by the time nighttime came, I was like already livid. I was like, "It's Mother's Day, bitch." Yeah, it's like, not it's Mother's not, Night. No. I'm like two hours. I don't there. go on a date. I'm like, I want you to instill some like memories with our children yeah. I'm like, this is their day to honor me not like i'm not your mom i don't like obviously they're small but like can i like, get a pancake yeah right anything <laughs> but that's a beautiful thing about life you live and you learn that's it you and know so, yeah, he took me out that night and to the, this really really nice place in la <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately neither of us enjoyed it um, oh man 
I was like, I was just like, what are we doing here? And he was like, I can't tell you. And I was like, <laughs> then I want to leave because I'm not happy. <laughs> I just said it so straight up. I'm like, we need to leave right now. <gasps> you said that? Mm-hmm. And so he, we did. And then <gasps> we got outside. We had a huge argument on the like, corner of the middle street. And then he was like, well, I was going to propose. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> like such, a, <laughs> such a numpty moment where I was just like, oh, no. Did he propose there? No. <laughs> We both hated each other in that moment. <laughs> but you know what? It wasn't meant to happen in that moment. Nope. My it was a learning experience. <laughs> it was a learning experience. Is my joint not working? I don't know if I'm smoking it right. No, I'm <laughs> I feel like it's not working now. I feel like a failure as a podcast host. Oh, there we go. I got it. It working. It's it working a now. Lighter action. And so now, I mean. Did he? Did you want to tell me how he redid it, or you want to keep that special between the two of you? You don't have to tell me. Oh man, that's a whole. That's mm-hmm. uh, he. He he redeemed himself. That's another time. episode. It's another episode. Maybe for you guys on Hilarious, he's probably a better storyteller for that one. Maybe we can. We'll have you both on that one. That'd have you on that one, and then we can tell that story there. We can all get high, and we can, and then maybe I can do how I would propose. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, like, what do you have? Do you have like a? Do you have something that would mean a lot to you? Like, is there something, like, sentimental that, like, a guy would be able to tap into and you'd be like, shit, like, that is really heartfelt? I, like, I, you know, I've never really thought about that because I've always dated guys that just, looking back, were horrible. <laughs> that you didn't want to marry. One guy, like, one guy, this is also back to, like, how you can fuck up a proposal. Um, don't ask for it as a way to save the relationship. <laughs> Like, hey, babe, yeah. should we get married? Like, like, after I'm like, hey, we don't work out. Will you marry me? That's not how life works. No. That happened in one of my relationships. That doesn't make things better. No. <laughs> you don't fix the things that are broken by, like, <laughs> doing something so extreme. Yep. Like, going into marriage. It was with my ex, Johnny the Greek, we called him. Ooh. Yeah. He was a lot. He was very, very Greek. Yeah. And, you know. And we uh, had that whole family. Yeah, the whole, like... In his mind, cool. he just wanted me in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. Well. And, like, I'm in the kitchen. I like snacks. Yeah. But I'm not cooking a whole meal. I'm a busy bitch. Yeah, that's it. And, and you know, that should be, like. It's a different world. Man. It's a different world. It's a, different it's world. a cohesive relationship yeah. now. It's not the mother in the kitchen. And if that's your thing, that's cool. That's cool. But Yeah, if you get joy out of that, like, sometimes I'm like, I wish I could be that person. Like. Right. Sometimes. Sometimes right? I'm like, that sounds like a nice, that sounds like a nice life. Yeah. But, like. Yeah, for me, like, I kind of need something else. Well, there has to be, like, a you know, the, to me, in my mind, I can do a little bit of that, but I can't. If it's expected of me, mm. like, as an adult, I've learned so much about expectations and how much they fuck up your life. Don't totally. you think so? Yeah, absolutely. Like, across the board? Mm-hmm. Because you're you're setting standards for outcomes that you have no control over. No control, and then, like, it's almost like a kind of closed-mindedness, too. It's like if things don't happen a certain way then you, yeah, set yourself up for disappointment or resentment. Right. Or, yeah. And then you just look at things that you didn't, how you didn't accomplish them. Yeah. But he, <laughs> he just expected me to like cook dinners. Every single night. Like he's like, oh, I need a traditional woman. I'm like, I'm 24. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like I'm getting, I'm bartending and, and getting free drinks and, and I'm wasted like four nights a week. Right. <laughs> There's nothing traditional about me. And, and so like I tried because like, I feel like when you're young and you haven't figured out yourself, at least just for me personally, I tried to be somebody else for so many men Mm. because I wasn't loving myself first, man. And when you're 24, do you even really like 
do you how, know? How much, how much of yourself do you know? You know, like you, you have to have those experiences. You have to de- date those like Greek dudes and to figure <laughs> out like, hey, I'm not that person. Like, that's not who I am. But you have to have experiences to, yeah. You do. Fig- figure it all out. And like, I have those moments where I like, I, I wish I could just go back to my younger self and be like, oh, you're so much better than this person. But then again, it doesn't, everything leads you to something mm-hmm. and you just have to be in the moment with where you're at. Don't you ever wish that you could like <laughs> take your brain now? Like you're like, oh my God, you're 30 something year old brain and, and go back to being 24. Fuck and like when I was eight, <laughs> try to break up with me over the phone now, Kevin Harp. <laughs> I got broken up with over the phone once the worst by this kid kevin harp was that in high school or elementary it was like elementary stool S- stool, stool? <laughs> <laughs> i'm writing that down right now in my little podcast notes elementary stool <laughs> don't worry she was potty trained before she was 10 <laughs> i was i was totally potty trained before i was 10 but um no kevin harp called my mom and he said you're cut Wait, he broke up with you through your mom? Yeah. She goes, hon, Kevin called. He said, you're cut. You want spaghetti oh for dinner? <laughs> That's heartless. She didn't know what it meant. Through your mom? Wow. <laughs> he, left a, he left a message. A voicemail? No, he, he like, oh, she you. answered. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. And she just thought it was like, she didn't know. She just thought it was like, you know, kid lingo. Yeah, yeah, Hun, yeah. you're cut. Kevin yeah. said, you're cut. You want spaghetti? And I just was like, What? Man, Kevin. <laughs> but I wish I had my brain then because I would have called him with something. Right? I would have been like, listen, oh, I'm cut? You think you're going to break up with me through my mom? You got to learn how to be a man. Maybe you should wash your feet because your feet stink. <laughs> I mean, it still sounds kind of childish. But at least you'd have better ammo. Yeah. <laughs> I would have so much better ammo. Yeah, I, always, I love to think about like, man, if I if I knew then what I know now. <laughs> and, you, now and now you have a girl. Yeah. Oh, my God. And now you get like me just like knowing my mom and seeing my sister with her kids, like now I understand moms and just being overprotective. Isn't it awesome? Isn't it? But like, I was actually saying this to my mom today. Uh, Just like when I sent her, her, my like mother, mother's day message to her. I I said, I was like, man, like, thank you. I understand you so much better. now. Like I understand you as a woman and a person and a mother because I'm now sharing this experience that we had and I didn't get it. Like, it's really difficult to like fully comprehend until you have that if anything till you have that experience yourself and because you have something so much bigger to to lose yeah and like that essentially all of survival is avoiding loss mm. you know what i mean like you're trying not to lose your life you don't want to lose the food because some other thing's gonna get right. it you don't want to get lost yeah. like you don't want to lose a person it's just all this you're dealing with how to avoid as much loss as possible you're just you're like a risk factor like one of those risk assessors <laughs> like these are the things that are going to cause risk and we need to avoid it especially when you become an adult yeah. and a mom yeah and when you have a kid it just like it shifts your whole way of being like you no longer come first in the world it's ah. like taking care of this other human being who co- depends completely upon you and like you, yeah, I was it's laughing like the, it's like the biggest <laughs> gift and like the craziest <laughs> most mental responsibility in the world you're like oh my you, god what no did break. I get myself in there's no break it's your life it's your life. You're like for life. You are attached to these other people. My favorite thing that we did, well, we were at the beach. That's right. Um, you were uh, <laughs> holding Tali oh and then God. you just like handed him over to Travis and like Travis tried to give him back. You're like, nope, nope. my time. <laughs> this is my time. You know? And I love that. Yeah, I love yeah, just like, yeah. nope. And he's like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then like Tali just fucking takes oh off. God. Yeah. He, um, he's an insane person. He's crazy. He's, 
a year and a half and he's so much different than my little girl is like he's like he's if energy came back as a baby <laughs> like just pure energy and it's, not like, it's not like he's like ADD or ADD. No. Like he's not, he's, it's not like he's it's a off. bright light. He, yeah. He just, he just is so inquisitive and wants to explore and like fearless, but like, yeah, he's just like an independent. I know. Yeah. He's an amazing. He's an amazing I, kid. I hold him and I'm like, I feel his vibe. Like what we were talking yeah. about vibes. I'm like, I feel like you're going to be this incredible person. Yeah. Like really good. Amazing. Person. Both of them are. And this can be completely. Yeah. Oh, I'm for like, her yeah. being like, worry about yourself, mom. I know. I know. But yeah. She, 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 she hasn't even menstruated she, yet. Oh God, you poor thing. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, pu- puberty's gonna be brutal. Puberty's. Gonna be brutal. <laughs> so I'm already feeling m- sorry for my future self. <laughs> what do you do, like y- y- the whole thing? Like, even though we're on sharp tongue, I obviously marijuana is a huge part of your life, and it has been a huge part of your life. Like, where does it coincide with being a parent? Where do you draw the lines? Like, how have you used it to help you be a good parent? And is that something that you've done? Whoa, such a good questions (laughs) (laughs) um yeah for sure so cannabis is definitely a huge part of our lives it's our source of income and it's like our livelihood and it's been you know our life for the entire time we've been together yeah I have had multiple cannabis businesses um and still do um and as a parent I think it's just like it's an amazing plant medicine you know yeah um it makes me definitely a more patient person like in those moments of like insanity (laughs) amongst all the crazy chaos like to just take a moment to yourself and you know there's all these new things that we're finding out about the plant with legalization and research and um just even using the non-psychoactive components of it cbd and just using it as an anti-anxiety medicine yeah I, i know like a lot of my mom friends right now are asking me like yo like what is up what how can they I, need how, it. how can i use this because people are turning away from pharmaceuticals they're realizing the long-term effects and they're realizing that yeah it's just not necessarily the healthiest way to be no because you're taking all that stuff and then you're breastfeeding and yeah. that all, i mean that goes and right there's, into there's, your baby yeah there's no long-term studies on any of that like the the medicines that they are prescribing currently there's no long-term studies on how that affects <sighs> kids or people and that's it, it insane is su- super 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 scary how do you feel about vaccinations <laughs> i know <laughs> i know how you feel don't ask me that question <laughs> <laughs> that is not what friends do to each other <laughs> we both i'll answer just, we both feel the same way yeah <laughs> I, I would just say yeah you i i did a lot of research before i made any decision yeah but you should do as a parent you should never just accept what you're told no and not when not when things are changing and evolving i mean you know even just when it comes to diet how those trends evolve on a monthly basis totally we were just talking before we started recording you were saying how you eat sauerkraut in the morning now Mm -hmm. because you you learned that it's good for your gut health carlin are you on the fucking counter excuse me As my dog is literally, who just ate two bones today. I'm a dog mom. He's up on the counter looking for a stick of butter. That's what he eats. (laughs) He's looking for more bones, dude. (laughs) I get here. She's like, don't worry. I'll just give him this. And then he won't bother us. But I'm screwed later on. (laughs) He's going to shart so hard. Oh, I see what the problem is. Chaplin got it. The little one stole his bone. Here, you can tell them. Tell them one of your favorite uh, ways to... Enjoy cannabis while I go set Carlin up with a bone. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's so funny because this tiniest little chihuahua just took this massive pit bull's bone and the pit bull totally totally took it. He's like, whatever, you get it, it's all you. Leave him alone, Chaplin. Go lay down, Carlin. You guys, see, this is, I get it. Like, even though dogs are not nearly as annoying as it could be to be a mom of two, but the, at least you can communicate with kids yeah. a little bit. <laughs> Carlin's just like, I want butter. I want peanut butter. Is there something for me to eat? <laughs> Chaplin, you're such a bastard. I love that he's like, got the chutzpah to ch- Chaplin's got him. energy like Tolly. Really? He's like, give, I give no Fs. <laughs> no like, fucks given yeah, whatsoever. I don't care if that dog could eat me. I'm taking it. No. You know what's funny is um, my sister... My family has never been much of a cannabis family. Mm-hmm. De- more drinkers for sure. I yeah. mean, we'll put away a box of wine like it's nobody's fucking business. Yeah. Um, it's, nor- it's like, that's the norm though, right? Yeah. Upstate New York. Yeah. But it's people, cold. People, people drink. Yeah. You know. I'm from Canada. Canada, yeah, you guys know. Yeah. People drink a lot of beer. People drink watch beer. Watch a lot of hockey. You yeah. just sit at home and watch TV and drink beer. That's it. Yeah. And so, you and know. no one questions that either. That's like status quo. Like. If you see like an empty case of beer in someone's house, they're not like, yeah. oh my God, you drink these drunks. You drank a case of beer. You're like, you got any left? Right. <laughs> yeah, is there <laughs> any in the fridge? Yeah. And so now, <laughs> you know, moving out here, like it's just a natural progression. You know, I smoked in New York, but it's just become more a part of my life. And because of that, it's become more a part of my family's life. Yeah. Like my mom's more involved with it. And my sister's like, I think I might have texted you or, or you or Travis or both of you during the holidays where I was like, everyone in the house is high right now. Yeah. <laughs> You. Did you dose them? No, we just, I had a joint and, and I, everyone got in on everyone it. Everyone in, like, I went out and did it. Like, I don't, I'm not peer pressuring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm just like, I'm gonna go outside and just, you know, have a little stuff, a little something, something in the snow. Yeah. yeah I think it's magical. Like, getting magical. high when it's snowing is so fucking Or when it, just when it's cold outside, because <sighs> I don't know, there's something about it and you just huddle up and yeah. then when you go back inside to the warmth too, <sighs> don't you, and you feel even higher. Yeah. And then you're like, <laughs> does yo, that ever just, happen to you? Yes. You go inside the warm and you're like, oh my God, I'm actually super high right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, yo, is there a hot I wasn't a second ago. or something? <laughs> <laughs> I always want sex. But like, I went out. And I remember, like, I went out and I came back, obviously smelling like it, and it's so much more apparent to them because they're not used to yeah, it in yeah. their system. Totally. And so, like, my one, my brother-in-law's kid was like, "You smoking?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "All right, where is it? I don't tell my dad." I was like, "All right." How old is he? Twenty-two. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah so okay. I was like, "Go ahead, go out there." So he goes out and smokes, and he comes back. But then Steve was like, his dad mm. was like, "You got any of the stuff?" Oh my god, <laughs> the stuff. <laughs> his son before just told me not to tell his dad, and his dad's going out. I was like, "Yeah." And then my sister goes. That's amazing. And then my other sister oh my god, and her you guys boyfriend. Went in rotation. Yo, I had to like roll two oh, wow. of my shitty joints. <laughs> So that took three hours. <laughs> it took four and a half hours. They're probably still figuring out how to light it. But, you know, my mo- my sister has been like, uh, you know, a couple of times, like, that really saved me. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. No, it, it's great. The stuff that, especially, like, talking about, like, the CBD mm-hmm. perspective, because there was a strain we had that wasn't, like, super... Um, High? Yeah. It was more, I think it might have been... I don't think it was CBD dominant. It just was like not as aggressive of yeah, a high. It was like a super heavy THC. Exactly. Yeah, it just yeah. was like a chill. And Emily was just like, whatever that was, I need more of it. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. I hear from like a lot of, not just moms, but like women that they don't like necessarily feeling high. They don't like a heavy right. THC strain. And that's totally fine because it doesn't work with some people's constitution. Just yeah. like different foods don't work with our, exactly. our, our bodies. And like, that's fine. 
everyone's, everyone's endocannabinoid system is unique and different, and it's super important that you find out what's good for you and what works for you and for whatever situation. You know, at nighttime, I'm sure, you know, you, oh, man. you use a different a different weed or yeah. a different maybe concentrate than you would if you're, like, for you sure. know, first thing in the morning if yeah. you want to sit down and write. And, like, for me, like, throughout the day, like, today I'll just have a puff every hour or so, mm. and it just keeps this, like, it's almost like... Because I've always had, like, a slight ADD situation. Mm-hmm. But when I do that, I get super creative and calm that I'm not worried about other things. Yeah. And I just co- sort of, like, flow into each thing. Yeah, you can really focus on what you're doing at that moment. Yeah, yeah. it's wild yeah. when you find that. Yeah. But, you know. That's, like, that's essentially microdosing if you're just, like, taking a little bit throughout yeah. the day, which is, yeah. That's also pretty much what I do. And microdosing is probably something, like, for women who don't like an extreme high. Mm-hmm. That's a good mm-hmm. uh, option for them. Yeah. They have, like, um, cannabis mints now that I know a lot of people really like. And how would you describe that to a woman who comes up to you who, like, your, your friends who are, like, texting you and they're like, oh, my God, I need to know what's up with the cannabis. How would you describe <laughs> to people who are listening who might be interested in what? microdosing really means okay cool. and how to go about it mm. um oh, as carlin sweet, is sweet little smooches on my hand right in your <laughs> armpit um <laughs> uh, it's all right it's right like guys <laughs> that's real love um so microdosing is essentially finding the threshold between having an, a some kind of effect and not quite feeling so you're basically looking for that nice little balance between like not quite feeling high, but not also not feeling nothing. And so you're taking just the right amount, and it does take some experimentation in terms of finding what that threshold is for right. you. Um, but st- we, I love the saying like start low, go slow. Yes. So start with a small amount and go slowly. See how it affects you one time. Take the same amount maybe in the next day. See if it affects you differently because depending on a lot of things, it can affect you differently depending yep. on what you've had to eat that day or if you've had enough sleep or, you know. Like how you feel. Exactly. What your state of mind is. So all these things can really affect the effect of the cannabis itself on yeah. your body. Um, so yeah, so start start low. Start with a little bit and go slow and then you can get a little bit more and more every few days and see how that affects you yeah. and if that's the desired effect you really want. I think microdosing is, is pretty damn good for it's like amazing. work day it's shit. Amazing. And being a mom, a busy ass mom. Yeah. What's I your mean, favorite way I asked before? What's your favorite way? Do you like joints? Mm, I love, you know what, as a, like, as a mom, like if I'm momming during yep. the day, like yep. getting when into you're momming. it. Yeah, like in, in the heat of it, like a joint. <laughs> you're a jo- momming. Momming hard all day, every day. <laughs> I'm momming so hard. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like a joint is not practical. Like it's like, it's like yeah. smelly and it takes, I, I love rolling a joint. I love the process of like breaking up, breaking up the weed <laughs> and too. like, I love it. I love it. It's like a ritual and it's just like so calming. It's part of the entire experience. And I love doing that. I'll do that at night for all my friends. I don't care. I'm your girl. Um, but during the day, that's not practical. So I really, I really like vaping. Like I have a vaping. Yeah, I love a good vape pen, like a nice clean one. Do you have a favorite that you're working with besides obviously Duh, your yeah. own? <laughs> um. So yeah. So Heisenberg greatness. Yeah, Heisenberg extracts. HZB. Really, it's really, really, really tasty. La La's top oil and isolate producers. Mm. Hello. Um. I really like. You know, I tried the the old Humboldt brand, the Dosis. They changed their name to Dosis. They're yeah. pretty good. I, li- I, I like, like those. I like that they have their own formulas depending on, you know, 
what you're what effect you're trying to get i have a couple of those in my car and i was driving yesterday and i looked over and there was this dude holding one just smoking no it. way the same one yeah and i and i t- i was like waving and he looked at me and i held up mine it Cheers. felt like an old cigarette <laughs> no they're cute they're cute though they kind of look like a mix between like a cigarette and a tampon they, it's exactly what it looks like yeah yeah but and it's cute and it's like they come with they're pre-dosed mm-hmm. and they buzz when you get a full dose it has many different uses. It's kind of <laughs> <laughs> but those are good. F- that's a good thing for a mom to use. Right. A vape. Yeah. No, vapes are great and they're discreet. They don't really have, you know, a lot of odor scent. Yeah. If they do, it's yeah, not usually a, mo- a very strong cannabis scent. Um, yeah. I, I, edibles? No. Fuck edibles. I don't. See, I don't. I, don't I mean, I do. I would and do do things, but I would. I don't mess with cannabis edibles my why pop- don't you like them they're it's intense it's intense it's for intense me. It's for me yeah for I'm me like, too i'm like five one i have a small constitution and it just does not do well with my my bod it does not do well yeah. with mine like literally like three milligrams is where i'm just like fine mm-hmm. anything above that i'm like jesus is an is here <laughs> so is Satan. yeah <laughs> and they said i gotta choose if i'm gonna live or die that's it that's it yeah so I mean, I, I know they work for a lot of people, like a lot of people who have chronic pain or... Yeah, they um, are really good for that. They're really good for that. People with... High thresholds mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of cannabis tolerance. Yeah, exactly. And it's a different... It's a totally different high as well. It's like a different uh, THC compound. So it, it's a total different effect. And if that's what you're looking for, then that's great. And it's amazing that there is that modality for people to use. Yeah. But for me, Alicia, no thank you. No thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. I'm no. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about non-cannabis products that you enjoy to put into your body oh man i mean shrooms yeah i love i do i've never done I, you know I, i've I, never I, done anything I know, I know i know i've never done anything yeah i'm waiting and I, I, the time will come yeah there'll be like a epic camping trip or something planned yeah i think you know with those kinds of things like with like psychedelics um i think there's a time and a place and that place also includes like your state of mind like I, you have to be yeah. like in a really good state of mind yep. to like enter because you are entering like Another, it's a trip, another, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly. It's a journey it, you're about to go on. And you used to help people. Yeah, <laughs> you remember this? <laughs> yes. I think it's one of the most fascinating Aww, things about you. Thanks. I think it's so unique. Yeah, I have. Well, like in my 20s when I was traveling a lot, I was managing a backpackers hostel in Melbourne, Australia. Um, and I kind of like lived, worked there. I had my own like little cabin in the back. And it was. How, that must have been fucking amazing. It was really amazing. It was honestly like, I remember thinking to myself when I had this job, I was like, these are probably the best years of my life. Yeah. Like, and like just having them, I'm like, oh, it was just great. And like people who stayed there all were kind of like long-term residents. And so, uh, so it was like a family it was like, thing. It was like a, yeah. Like a family of travelers and it was just great. And Australia is just incredible. If like you ever get a chance to go. I've, there. I, I have not gone yet. Go- what? <laughs> have you? I, ha- I have not gone yet. Hey, me talk pretty one day. <laughs> it's simple. Jack from Tropic Thunder. <laughs> How long were you there? Um, I lived in Australia on and off for like four years. And so then I, I would get a visa and work and then I would go travel to like Southeast Asia for a few months. That's so then, amazing that yeah. you did that. It's probably like one of the best things you could have done as a person just yeah. to travel and see all those different cultures. Just putting yourself out there like when you're on the road and you're just like don't really have a destination. Just know you want to like go and experience things and yeah. connect with people. When you put yourself out there like that, you really, I, I had the most incredible experiences and met some of the most like beautiful, wonderful people I've ever met in my entire life. So, most of them that I, most, the 
really good ones <laughs> that I'm like still really close with. Yeah. One of them's like, you know, Fifi's, go- Fifi's godmother. Yeah. And yeah. Like some of my closest, dearest, most wonderful friends. That and how did you, how, so w- what did you do that, that I'm so fascinated about? Oh, 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 right. So when I was when I was living in when I was living in Melbs, um, I was managing this backpackers place, and a lot of my <laughs> a lot of my friends, uh, girlfriends, were interested in trying psychedelics and had never done it, and were really like intimidated <laughs> by it. You know, like they were just like, I'm really scared. Like, you know, either the sense of losing control or just that's what terrifies me. Yeah, the fear of the unknown, like what's Carlin's gonna happen. Tail, son of a bitch, <laughs> Carlin. We're listening about psychedelics. Go lay down. Go. It's like gonna create our own. Experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so a lot of them were really, really scared and nervous, and that's what was preventing them from from doing it. Even yeah. though they did genuinely want to try. Like I, I wasn't there pressuring anyone. I was just like. If you want to do this, I'm here. I have experience doing this. And so basically all my... It started out of necessity. What do you mean? Like how helping these oh, people. Oh, yeah, 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 Well, it was just like my close friends that are like, yeah. you know, saying like, hey, I want, I'm interested in trying this. And for anyone that's tried psychedelics, like you want your close friends to share that experience yeah. with you, you know? You don't want to like, be alone. It, like No, and like, but it's just such an heart-opening, like enlightening, like, incredible thing to have in your life. And it yeah. really changes your perspective on life and the world and um you want you want your friends to have that yeah and so and to feel like safe. protected and yeah, safe yeah for I sure like you, you've said that that's a huge factor definitely and so yeah so i would take my girlfriends and i'd plan like an afternoon and evening and <laughs> i kind of like i call it alicia's psychedelic tour of melbourne <laughs> <laughs> i mean can i buy a ticket on yeah, TripAdvisor? Right. holy fuck <laughs> leave me a good yelp review please. um but yes so, and I would, it would happen like maybe once a month or something and a different friend would go like, hey, okay, I'm ready to do this. And we'd like start off at the beach and we'd have some jams and then we'd like, I'd be like, are you hungry? Do you want to go get something to eat? And we'd like take it, we walked everywhere, you know? Yeah. So like you get to like really, ha- and Melbourne's an insanely beautiful city. It looks beautiful. Yeah. Incredible street art. And yeah. People are amazing. And Did you ever have anybody have a bad trip or did you yourself ever have a bad trip? I've never had a bad trip. Have you ever seen somebody have yeah, a bad trip? I've seen, I've, I've seen, yeah. I've seen what does that look like from the perspective of somebody who's not tripping? Oh, like they're a crazy person? Does oh, it look yeah. like they're losing their mind? Yeah, absolutely. Like, like waka flaka? Yeah. <laughs> does it? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, seriously, like you're like, oh my goodness, like I'm a little bit scared for this person's like mental health. It, c- it can be that way for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. But, like, that's why I was emphasizing before, like, it's so much about where you're at in that moment. Like, if you're in a good frame of mind, it enhances wherever you're at. So if you're, like, in a kind of negative vibe and you're, like, feeling down on yourself and... It's just going to bring that right the hell out. Yeah, And, like, are these people, like, are they... Like, what kind of things have you heard people say? I, just, I like, I, I always have seen people, and I'm, I'm always wonder, like, are they having a psychedelic? Are they having, like, a bad trip right now? Right. <laughs> like, I think about myself when I've taken edibles before, and I'm like, what did I look like? Right. Did <laughs> I look like? What facial expressions did I have on? Did was I look like Rorick? <laughs> was I like Gary Busey after <laughs> t- 10-pack? Um, man, I've heard, I've heard people say, like, oh, like, the, like, literally, like, the devil's coming, we're all gonna die, we're all gonna, like, burn, and, like, all these things, and you, you try to, like, I try, I would, so you were at a Baptist church, (laughs) you will burn in a lake of fire, um, (laughs) yeah, no one, so at a Trump, at a Trump rally, ever said that to me before, (laughs) 
But Just kidding, guys. This is a political podcast. Fucking calm down. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it, it can get really scary, and it's scary for them. I mean, they're they're fully in it, and how all, do you all, how do you help them at that point? Is it I mean, too deep? I mean, you ju- you try to be a grounding force. I think I think you try to just be like really calm, really mellow, um, create like uh, create like a chill environment. If there's like a lot of people in their space, try to like you know, just give them like respect right. for whatever they're going through. They're gonna come out of it, you know. Have you seen people cry? Oh yeah, yeah. It brings up like all all the all the good shit, all the shit. It, that's why that's why it's uh, so awesome. It's like this like beautiful rainbow of like emotions, emotions and visions, and all your senses are enhanced, and yeah. It's it's really, yeah it's really nice. it sounds it sounds fascinating yeah i know i'll do it at some point when you're ready when i'm ready you'll feel it and i'm almost there yeah i can almost feel myself there cool i still have some shit to shed before because i'm afraid <laughs> <laughs> just there's gonna be sasquatch everywhere yeah. i gotta get rid of my fear of sasquatch yeah, first don't do it in northern california <laughs> do not go to the redwoods are there sasquatches yo you've been up there yeah that's where that's where the myth is from it's from like Northern California, Humboldt County. Have you taken any like foot? Tours? Have you taken any foot um, trackings? Like, have you seen any hair on a branch or some shit? Yeah, but taking any that's clay? My um, <laughs> <laughs> Travis's back hair. He's like out in the field. <laughs> um, no, I. They have like they have like Bigfoot tours up there where they'll like and like report reportedly he was spotted just right oh. here over. Yeah, it's like a TMZ of rich people's <laughs> houses. You only see gates. <laughs> You're like, here's a tree where he itches back. Yeah, exactly. Here's but Jack Nicholson's front door. At least you're walking through the Redwood Forest. And yeah, that's like kind of really amazing. There's worse things that you could be doing in life. Speaking of a good place to like trip out, Redwood Forest well, sounds pretty saying. amazing. If you're scared of Sasquatch, though, do not do that. <laughs> it's very it's like a very dark forest. Those are big ass trees, you know. There's not a lot of light. <laughs> Have you ever like, I'm always, I'm going right into what my favorite things to talk about. Have oh, you ever yeah. like seen like aliens? No, but I'm fascinated by them. Right? I Yeah. I have a really cool uncle. He's a doctor, but he's he's also like a conspiracy theorist. So he's like really really smart and switched on, but he also like believes some like insane shit. And I feel I, like that's a that's a balance to a really intelligent brain. Yeah, to believe crazy shit. Yeah, and he's able to like he's one of those people. He has I'm pretty sure he's got like a, a photographic memory. He can like rehearse like facts, like like the paragraph it's like quoted from and everything. And I'm like. So when he tells you something, like when he tells you these conspiracy theories, because they're like he's so well researched and he can like refer to like all this shit. <laughs> you start boarding you, up no, your you windows. Really, <laughs> no, you really believe. I mean, it's really hard. I'm like, wow, Uncle Bruce. Damn. Uncle Bruce. <laughs> Uncle Bruce. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My friend is a dog named Bruce. <laughs> Isn't that a great dog name? It is amazing. Tammy yeah. Bronson's dog is named Bruce. Yeah. She owns a comedy club. Shout out to Tammy. They own a, a bunch of clubs. They've, they've given me a lot of work throughout the years. So shout out House of Comedy. Dope. Rick Bronson's comic strip. <laughs> They're great. Canadians. Are they? Yes. Awesome. I actually told them about you because when I was staying at their house, I, we were talking about Canadians that we know because Sarah, my neighbor here, you might have met Sarah. She's Canadian. Uh-huh. You're a Canadian. Wow. Look They're you. Canadian. You're collecting us. I am. I'm yeah. collecting all of you and all of your heads are going to be on a mantle. Uh, <laughs> at least they'll all be cute. <laughs> Um, I love I love when uh, people tell you how many Canadians they know. <laughs> Do you know uh, Seth Rogen is also Canadian? He is. I know. I saw him the other day in Beverly Hills. I almost shut up. Yeah. You oh, should have said hello. Well, I was. So here's what I I I don't. I so I live in Beverly Hills. Don't judge me. Humble brag. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but so we go where we go to get coffee and stuff. We see people sometimes. And he was, that was one moment that 
I, I'm not that person that can go say hi. I can't. No, I, yeah, I, you're I, chill. I, yeah, and I, res- I respect like them as human beings and yeah. everything like that, and I wouldn't <laughs> want that happening to me. But that doesn't mean I won't use my daughter to go say hi. <laughs> <laughs> So, Did you do that? I was in the pro. He was very quick, surprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I, oh we were, in, we were in a cafe getting coffee, and I saw him out, like about to get in his car, and I was like, <laughs> "Fifi, come with me, quick!" And I'm like, "You just let him know that he's your favorite actor, and you love all his movies." <laughs> Would she do it? Yeah, she's done it. That's such a great way to use your child. No, what are other ways you can use your child? Oh my god, what have you done? I mean, you really must. You have to make the most out of the situation. Sometimes. Did you get out a ticket ever? No, but like at the airport. um, Oh yeah. Yeah. When I would travel alone with both of them, sometimes and like I'm like, come on, like can I just get maybe to a different the the shorter line at least? And so many times they're like, oh, ma'am, of course. I would too if you have two kids. Well, it's for everyone's well being as well. It's not just me. Like you don't want to hear my kids screaming like an hour waiting through customs. I mean, holy hell! Let's just help everyone out. Set it on fire. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Only my niece Karina, who is demonic, 100. percent My um my mom said when she. Uh, Emily was young. My my older sister. She went in to check on her once, and Emily was just sitting straight up in the bed, staring at her when she opened the door. Oh <laughs> she God. was like three. And my mom was just like ah, and just like slammed the door shut. Oh my God! <laughs> Have you had any like freaky moments? It's really scary. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes like at nighttime when you you don't know your kid woke up and like my four year old will get out of bed and scare the living shit out of, especially because I'm usually stoned that late. <laughs> like you know watching netflix or something eating some popcorn and all of a sudden the door creaks open and there's like a small person standing there <laughs> and you're like i forgot re- i had kids it's really freaky and it's really every time it scares the shit out of me <laughs> <laughs> but she's so cute she's really cute. so smart using yeah. her to say hello to famous people i, know. That's I mean really i haven't done good. it a lot of times I, know. <laughs> I feel like that's like a secret la mom hack <laughs> use your kids yeah yeah that's weird it really is um how wh- have you had any challenges being a um, being in the cannabis community and being a mom? Have you here's a question: Have you had any judgment from other moms? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, definitely. Like but at the playgrounds. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Uh, What's the bitchiest or, thing anyone's ever said to you? It's not what they say. It's just like the looks, you know. Yeah. Like they like they're kind of like looking down on you or like totally just judging you really hard. But you know, you are you vaping at these times? Mm, either I have like with some other mom friends of yeah. mine or, and they're like, I'd like to give you that kind of vibe kind right. of thing. Like being your irresponsible parent, I guess that's what their assumption is. Yeah. Okay, bitch. How was the box wine at 10 AM? Yeah. How were the Percocets? How were the Quaaludes? How right? were all the, the Xanax that you took a handful of? I, know, I mean, it's I know. It, usually the people who throw judgment are the most hypocritical fucks that there are. But it, I, so it used to really like bum me out. I'm used to like kind of get upset about you're it you're sensitive yeah it's yeah like, you know, you're a person you don't want to yep. be judged and yeah especially being a parent like of course you want to like be accepted you, your as... heart outside your body like being just, yeah so anyway yeah. um i used to really get bummed out about it but now i feel as though it's more an opportunity to educate people and like say like listen i understand where your judgment comes from but just to let you know like there are so many health benefits to this. And what I'm vaping isn't necessarily THC. I'm not necessarily even getting high right now. Yeah, like, so you're judging something you don't even understand. Yeah. And so I just see it. I want to see it as this way to like educate people and enlighten them and open them up to plant medicine that they might not otherwise have been exposed to or open right. to. And getting them off all those pharmaceuticals yeah. that are like so abrasive to the system. Yeah. And that brings me into one of the reasons why we're podcasting. 
is that you're going to start a podcast. Yeah, man. We have decided not to say what it is because she's got to solidify some information. I'm like learning still. This yeah. Is, this whole podcast right now is kind of learning experience. You're going to be great at it. Yeah, you You've got so? a great voice. You've Thanks. traveled. You have children. Your perspective is so unique and you're such an amazing energy. Mm. Like your energy is just like the greatest. It's going to be great. Thanks, man. What are you going to talk about? Like, I know you just said what, you know, educating and all that, but like, is it going to be specifically for moms? Um, It's going to be specifically for like more geared towards women, moms. Um, and my hope is to have just like the cream of the crop of like women in cannabis, um, both like entrepreneurs and scientists yep. and um, just people really putting themselves out there in the industry. Um, yeah. And just have it like mo- mostly like woman, female, yeah. ma- mama centric and um, breaking some stigmas and breaking helping some them stigmas and opening up like just a platform for them to talk about what's going on with them and how cannabis has helped them. And I, yeah, I just, I, it's my passion. I love talking about it. I love like enlightening people to it because I've seen it change lives, you know? Yeah. And seriously comparative to what's out there and mm. what people are already using or what the healthcare system provides. Yeah. It's, and there's no one else doing it. There's no, like you unfortunately can't go to a, a doctor right now and ask them about, different kinds of cannabis or different modalities nope. of, you know, consuming, like they don't have the education yet. Hopefully one day they will. And hopefully it will be in, instilled. You can go down to Venice boardwalk and get the Kush doctor who comes <laughs> out in like a Bob Marley hat with fake dreads and he'll <laughs> hand you a bucket of sativa. Good luck. There you go. And yeah. you're panicking on the beach for three hours thinking that you're talking to the devil because right. you got some <laughs> shitty Venice weed. That's it, man. So, yeah. So hopefully that the education <laughs> catches up. <laughs> did you, before we go, uh, did you see that TMZ found me and I, I was talking about weed? No. I, they followed me after the Hollywood Improv last week. And he was asking me about, he's like, I heard you have an organic weed shop. Mm-hmm. Why does it have to be organic? No way. Yeah. That was the question. That was a question. He was like, why organic weed? And I was like, you know, you don't want to crap yourself. Mm. You know, I was trying to make like this analogy <laughs> about like things not being clean, making you crap yourself, mm. like fruits and vegetables that aren't washed or fruits and vegetables that have like pesticides and all that can really mess up your system totally. on a long term yeah. basis. But I was like, do you want to shit yourself? He was like, no, I was like, me neither. <laughs> I smoke organic weed so I don't shit myself. And then and you didn't have this whole conversation, obviously, with the TMZ guy, right? You, just, you literally just said, do you want to shit yourself? I did. I'll play it on this episode at the end of this episode. <laughs> but it was just funny because, like, people don't even consider the quality of, you know, it's that sort of thing, like, just because it's healthy or, you know, it's like the organic argument. Like, just because it's an apple doesn't necessarily mean it's the best apple. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, an apple, regardless, is good for you to eat. But if you want to take it a step further, mm-hmm. you should technically kind of go organic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, or nay. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, like you said, those things compound in your system over time. Pesticides and whatever. Uh, you know, an apple travels a really long distance to get into your house. And Oh, man. Right? Think about, oh, think about it. Too. It goes so far. Yeah, and so how, many dirty trucks. How many hands touch it? And oh. like, right? So yeah, you want to wash your food. You want to make sure what you're putting in your body is pure and good quality, <laughs> especially when it's considered medicine. If people are using it in a medicinal manner, like you want to make sure that that's hopefully lab tested and yeah, not Seriously, not just someone's yo. word that it's organic because that apple came so far, so far. Oh my know. god, I never I, thought I had about friends that. that were picking apples for a while, and they told me that 
an apple is actually almost like a year because of the wax that they put on it. You know, they like put like, yeah, that's why they're so shiny. Yeah. Uh, apples can sometimes be up to a year old before it goes to Shut the Shut the f- But I don't know if that's really true. Were they high th- when they told you this? Mm, <laughs> they're apple pickers, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> they're long, long, laborious days. <laughs> well, it's been so fun to chat with you and have yeah. you on here. And Thanks, man. I'm excited about your podcast. And when you put it up, I'm going to tell everybody to listen to it because awesome. I have a lot of moms. Will you be on my podcast? Hell yeah. That would be amazing. I'm a dog mom. Yeah. Well, and I'm a woman. It's not just moms, but yeah. That's you're true. A woman in cannabis yeah. and funny as hell and doing big, be, big, big things. I would appreciate that. Thanks. And then maybe we can even, maybe we should do it after you help me have my first trip. Oh my God. That would be cool. That w- those will definitely be some good stories. <laughs> Cut, to <you laughs> Cut to you and me <laughs> running. We're running through yellow redwoods. The redwoods red and oh I have no God. pants on and I'm screaming about the death. It would be amazing. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> I'm like, look, Bigfoot is here and the devil is real. <laughs> and you're just running I'm after like, me. It, it's a campfire in Travis. Don't worry. You're fine. <laughs> go back to the tent. <laughs> I just go back and hot box a tent all night. Oh, my God. You're amazing. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being on. All right. Let's smoke the rest of this joint. Awesome. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. 
Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook Games.